You are Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Hawkeye Nation, to a Wednesday morning episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked On Sports Network. As always, I am your host, Andrew Wade, and after you get done listening to this show, join Locked On NFL Draft host Trevor Sykema and Benjamin Solak for recaps and analysis of the 2021 NFL Draft and a look ahead at next year's future first-round picks like Tyler Linderbaum. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast at. And on today's show, we have a lot to cover. And first off, I want to apologize for not getting you an episode on Monday. I anticipated trying to do that and was unable to do so. Obviously, um, just wasn't able to to get home and actually prepare for an episode. I did the half Ironman in Des Moines and then had to literally drive 10 hours straight back, got home at 1.30 a.m. Colorado time and then worked eight hours on Monday. I'm not asking for sympathy, just letting you know that I couldn't get you an episode and I apologize for not being able to do so. We do have an episode today and Friday though. And on today's show, we have a lot to cover. We also have an interview with Iowa baseball commit Ben Detay from Iowa Central joining the Iowa Hawkeye baseball squad after this summer. So we're going to talk to him on segment three. On segment one and two though, we're going to talk a little bit about some antitrust laws. The name, image, likeness rule, um, or law, I guess, or guideline, whatever you want to call it, uh, regulate regulation, um, got a little bit of a boost this week with a Supreme Court decision. So we're going to talk about that, and we're also going to talk about some Iowa basketball. There is a fun conversation going around about Iowa versus Drake and whether or not Iowa should schedule Drake. We're going to talk a little bit about the. NBA Draft Combine. And then on to, on Friday's episode, we're going to talk a lot of recruiting. It is a big weekend for the Iowa football team as they host several top recruits. We're going to talk about that and the Iowa women's basketball schedule, so stay tuned for that on Friday's episode. That was a long intro. Let's get into the show, though. Again, name, image, likeness. The Supreme Court ruled unanimously that the NCAA's strict limits on compensating college athletes violate antitrust laws. They must allow colleges to recruit athletes by offering them additional compensation and benefits as long as they are tied to education. Now, that is not what Jordan Bohannon was specifically working towards, right? That is not what he ultimately wanted to do. However, it is a step in the right direction. That is a huge step in the right direction for college athletes around. So there's been a lot of talk again about name image likeness. Uh, several states have passed legislation allowing name image likeness uh, to be a thing for college athletes being able to benefit off their name image likeness. A lot of states have not, such as Iowa. But nevertheless, ultimately, Mark Emmert, NCAA president, said that the goal was to have something in place this summer. And regardless, this is a big thing because it has shown that the Supreme Court does not care what the NCAA is trying to argue and the fact that amateurism is an argument for not either compensating these players or paying these players or allowing these players to benefit from their name image likeness. And a big thing for this. So again, the NCAA clearly doesn't want this to pass in this court or in this case specifically, they spent nearly $73 million on legal fees, or at least in the last fiscal year and lost nine to nothing. It was a unanimous decision. Now that's a huge deal because that is one step closer to now getting name image likeness rights for all college athletes. The fact that you can now get, and again, we'll talk a little bit about this, but you can now give them a computer. 
you can now pay for study abroad. Again, allowing that to be anything tied to education is a huge deal. So what does that mean? Again, computer, study abroad. Um, it could even, I mean, you could really uh, make that a pretty great area, right? Maybe it's even just the right, you know, more food and uh, more uh, help to get to the school or uh, maybe it's transportation. There's all these things that you could actually put into there is what is helping you for education. But again, this is a really big deal going forward for uh, Jordan Bohannon, what he's trying to do from a cause perspective and what college athletes are trying to fight for. And if you've listened to this show before, you know how big of a proponent I am for name image likeness rights. I don't understand why it is not already a thing. Why can we not let these players benefit off their name image likeness when colleges are doing so already? So to me, that is quite interesting nonetheless. Um, moving on to some other basketball news. Megan Gustafson has signed with the Washington Mystics after being cut by the Dallas Wings earlier on in the season before the season actually began. She is now signed with the Washington Mystics, so make sure to check her out. She had a game last night. I did not get a chance to see the score because I recorded prior to that because I actually have my air conditioner broke and I have a air conditioner person coming tonight, so I wanted to get this done or last night, so I wanted to get this done prior to that. Um, and then also on some other football news, like I said, we're going to talk more about football on Friday's episode, but Cody Fox commits to the University of Iowa, an offensive lineman prospect in the class of 2024, only the third 2024 prospect to commit. That is huge for the Iowa Hawkeyes getting a commit that early in the class. And Tyler Linderbaum was named the Walter Camp preseason first team All-American. And then finally, Ian Pugh of Illinois, a wide receiver, has decommitted from Cincinnati. And why this is important is because Iowa has been hot on his trail, as has Illinois. He just visited Cincinnati and decommitted from there. Now, he's already visited Illinois, and he visits Iowa this weekend. We're going to talk about what that means a little bit more on Friday, but this is a big deal. There's a chance Iowa could get him in as a commit by the end of this weekend. So, kind of went all over the place there. Um, again, we're going to talk more about the Iowa women's basketball schedule on Friday, but a couple other quick notes. The Big Ten did release that schedule, and Iowa did um, – put in their name or whatever you want to call it. They are they are going to the 2021 Cancun Challenge, which is going to be a great time to get some good exposure for Caitlin Clark and the rest of the Iowa women's basketball squad. They have a game November 25th versus Seton Hall and November 26th versus USC. So that's kind of the news and tidbits around all of Iowa Hawkeye Nation. Coming up on segment number two, we're going to get into some men's basketball talk, talking about the Iowa versus Drake conversation. Also, Luca Garza being named up for an SP award and combine results. All that's coming up on segment number two of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Before we get into that, though, how does your favorite restaurant consistently make such delicious food? That's the question I want to know. The short answer, though, is they have access to the right kitchen tools. With made-ins, professional quality cookware and kitchenware, anyone is capable of making restaurant-quality food at home. If you are serious about cooking, you should invest in your kitchen tools. Made-ins, cookware, cookware and kitchenware products are used by thousands of the world's best chefs. I've tried their pan, and I've also tried their wine glasses, and they are both easy and amazing. My wife loves to use them. Um, I'm not a good cook, but 
and I kind of ruin a lot of our cooking equipment, but I can't even ruin this equipment. It's so durable, easy to use, and amazing. I highly recommend you check out Maiden's professional quality cookware and knives for those who love to cook. They source their finest materials and partner with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools available directly to you without the markup. And these Maiden products are made to last, and they offer a lifetime guarantee. Get your hands on this today. Right now, Maiden is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with promo code Locked On. This is the best discount available anywhere online for made-in products. Go to madeincookware.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on for 15% off your first order. That's madeincookware slash, or sorry, excuse me, that's madeincookware.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on. All right, y'all, we are back for segment two of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked On Sports Network. And we are talking about the Iowa basketball team. Let's get the first thing out of the way. Luca Garza was nominated for an SP award for best male athlete in college sports. Um, he is competing with Devontae Smith of Alabama, Trevor Lawrence of Clemson, Gloria Amanda, Amanda of Oregon State Soccer. Um, would be pretty phenomenal to see Luca win that and much deserved. I don't know how you couldn't give it to Luca Garza, especially after what he did the past two seasons and what kind of person he is on and off the court. So we'll be on the lookout for that. The NBA Combine is taking place right now. We have Luca Garza and Joe Wieskamp both at the Combine. The measurements did come in, so we're going to talk about that um, or give you that breakdown. Joe Wieskamp came in at six foot five, three and a fourth inches, two hundred four pounds, six eleven wingspan. Luca Garza came in at six foot ten, one and a fourth inches, two hundred thirty-two pounds, and a seven and one foot wingspan. That was tough to read. Seven two foot wingspan, really, um, and only had eleven point seven percent body fat. Um, that is phenomenal. Luca Garza trying to get quicker, trying to get more agile, trying to lose a little bit of weight so that he can handle playing in the NBA and getting a little bit more speed into his game. One of the things that people are concerned about with Luca Garza is definitely his mobility and agility and speed. Um, even though he is a big man, still want to have some quickness there so he can guard some of the faster guys in the NBA, um, some of those quick, agile centers that he would be going up against. Also in Iowa men's basketball news, they do have a game scheduled for Utah or against Utah State in the Sanford Pentagon in 2021, which brought about some controversy that we did not expect to see. Um, we had a few Drake fans chirping about Iowa versus Drake and the fact that why doesn't Drake just schedule Iowa basketball? Well, fortunately for you all listening to the show, I am a Drake fan and an Iowa fan. Iowa first and foremost. I did go to Drake though, um, but let's be honest. Are we really? I mean, I'm, I, I, I go for Iowa first. So I think I can say this kind of unbiasedly in the fact that I do watch both teams. Iowa scheduling Drake doesn't make a lot of sense. And here's why. Now, Utah State was in the tournament last year. They were an 11 seed. So was Drake. Utah State finishing 29 in the you know, MWC Conference, uh, the Mountain West Conference. Now, they have some good teams in that conference. So that makes it, you know, a little bit more interesting when you start digging into this. The big thing, though, is not necessarily the scheduling of Utah State. I think it's awesome that Iowa is going to Sanford Pentagon. It's the fact they didn't schedule Drake, an in-state team. And I would say, why should Iowa? Drake has been to the tournament twice in the last 40-ish years. They will certainly be good next year, but they are they are not consistent enough to want to schedule them, and it's a lose-lose situation. Now, there were some arguments about whether or not Drake would actually be a quality win for Iowa. There's a chance 
they could be a quality win, a chance. But Iowa already has so many quality opportunities. Why would you play Drake? They have so many quality opportunities within the Big Ten. And yes, they should be favored and should beat Drake. Even this upcoming year with Iowa losing a significant amount of people and Drake returning literally everyone um, except for the transfer to Kansas who didn't even play or didn't start, I should say, the first half of the season. Um, yes, Afu. So, but but again, why would Iowa want to schedule Drake? If Drake is good, great. That that does, you know, it doesn't look bad for Iowa. It doesn't look like a cupcake game, but it also doesn't secure Iowa a better spot in the tournament. It doesn't get them a one seed versus a two seed. It doesn't get them a three seed versus a four seed or a five seed versus a six seed just by playing Drake. They play in the Big Ten. The Big Ten last year was one of the best conferences we've ever seen. Now, they struggled in the tournament, but I think a lot of that is the fact that Big Ten consistently beat up on itself. All right? The Big Ten this year is still going to be good. Despite losing several good players, the Big Ten is still going to be very strong. Iowa is still going to have a ton of big-time games and tournament resume-worthy games. Playing Drake doesn't make sense. Look at last year. Drake lost four games going into the tournament, two to Loyola Chicago, and Drake still almost did not get in the tournament. Two losses outside of Loyola, Chicago, a good team who did really well in the tournament. And they still almost didn't get in. Now, you factor in the fact that this is an in-state school. Now, Drake is kind of interesting because they don't really – a lot of the guys in the roster aren't in-state guys, a lot of JUCO transfers. But nevertheless, you want to beat your – the in-state school that is bigger, that has more resources. You are extra motivated for that game. Look at how Iowa Iowa State football was looked at the past 20 years, up until this past season – or this upcoming season, Iowa versus Iowa State was a lose-lose situation for Iowa every single time. Iowa State was never that good, and if Iowa lost to Iowa State, it was detrimental, significantly detrimental to their their hopes of a good bowl game. If they beat Iowa State, it did nothing for their resume except for add a win, which is the same against any cupcake team they would face. With Drake, I'm not saying Drake is at the level of Iowa State. What I'm saying is you can't bet on Drake being that consistent. Now, I do expect them to be good next year. But again, a lose-lose situation. Drake not giving you a tournament resume-worthy win, or at least nothing that's going to be different if you play them versus not play them. You also have the in-state motivation. You better believe Darian DeVries is going to be motivating his team to want to play. Garrett Sturts is an Iowa kid. Tucker is an Iowa kid. Okay, These are kids who want to beat that bigger school. Now, Tucker is a little bit different because he would have been recruited, but he was going to go play for his dad. Garrett didn't get recruited by anyone, so you better believe he's going to lay it all on the line. Basically, a Nicholas Bayer light kind of kid. He's going to want to go up against Iowa and play really well on the, a big stage against Iowa in his home state. Iowa doesn't owe Drake anything, and there's no reason for them to play that game. It does nothing for them. It adds no benefit to their personal goals. It only helps the state of Iowa in the sense of it's fun for the state of Iowa to watch that. But let's be honest, when they had the Big Ten or the the Big Four Classic, people weren't really tuning in to Iowa versus Drake. Okay, even at uh, even at the Iowa Drake ba- I went to the Iowa Drake basketball game. Now, granted, this was a long time ago, but there weren't you know the fans weren't filling up the entire stadium or the entire arena at Carver. The Drake-Iowa game at Drake wasn't filling up the entire arena. So, and again, these teams are better now, but it just, it helps the fans, but it isn't really that great for Iowa. It's just not, 
that big of a deal. If they play them, awesome. That would be fun to watch. But it just doesn't make sense from an Iowa perspective to really go out of their way to try to play Drake. The last thing I want to say about this is that I don't believe Darian DeVries is leaving anytime soon. So I could see Drake becoming a very strong team. He's from that Creighton pipeline. He understands how to build a program. I could see Drake becoming a very good team in the Missouri Valley Conference, a powerhouse team in the Missouri Valley Conference with what he has built. Now, in that case, it would make sense to schedule them. In a few years. But right now, too much uncertainty. It's a lose-lose situation. Doesn't add value to Iowa, Iowa's tournament resume and can only hurt them. So for that reason, I just it doesn't make sense to me to schedule Drake. And I wouldn't schedule Drake if I were the Iowa basketball team. That does do it for segment two. Coming up on segment three, we do have an Iowa prospect joining the show. We got Ben Detay um, of Iowa Central who is going to be joining the show talking about his recruitment to the Iowa Hawkeye baseball team. So we're going to be talking all about that on segment three. Before we get into that, though, I do want to tell you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market today. Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavors such as white chocolate birthday cake with sprinkles, which is my personal favorite. Built Bar is so freaking delicious because they're all covered in 100% chocolate and they got a flavor for everyone. One of my buddies I did my half Ironman with this week with loves the chocolate raspberry. I personally swear by the white chocolate birthday cake with sprinkles. Now, you could have your own. If you like salty, you can get salted caramel. If you like more sweet, you can get that mint brownie. There's something literally for everyone. But the best part about these Built Bars is not just the versatile amount of flavors they have and the delicious taste. It is also the fact they are incredibly healthy for you. The white chocolate birthday cake with sprinkles. I'm going to pull up this wrapper right now because I actually just had... Oh, I just spilled some sprinkles on the floor. I'm actually going to pull this wrapper. The white chocolate birthday cake with sprinkles has 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, 19 grams of carbs, 2.5 grams of total fat. Why wouldn't you want this? Okay, it's delicious and it's good for you. And right now you can get your hands on it at BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, y'all. I'm honored to be joined here by the latest commit to the Iowa baseball team. We got Ben Detay on the phone today. Ben, how are you doing today, man? Good. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, and from my research, it looks like you might be down in Kansas City. Uh, Wichita. Wichita. Okay. But you're yep. playing for the Kansas Curve, correct? Yep, that's right. Awesome. And how did you get hooked up with them? Um, just got a text one day and thought, hey, why not? You know? <laughs> I love man. Anytime you can play more baseball, you got to take advantage of that, right? Of course. Yep. And when do you head, uh, when do you actually join the Iowa baseball team? Um, I don't know an exact date, but it'll be mid to late August sometime. Awesome, man. Um, and obviously your, uh, your recruiting experience has been very interesting. You've, you've joined the Iowa baseball team. Now you've committed to the Iowa baseball team, but coming out of high school, um, you were one of the top prospects in the state of Iowa coming out of West Des Moines Valley. I want to get a chance to understand what was your recruiting experience like out of high school and how did you end up at Iowa central? Um, yeah, out of high school, it was, um, pretty slow, really. Um, didn't have a whole lot of interest. Had a couple D2s um, and a, a bunch of the community colleges around Iowa. Um, the ICAC was a pretty big um, looker. Um, and Iowa Central was just a, a great fit. Awesome, man. And, and what, what has changed over the last two years? Um, you, you, know, you mentioned your recruiting experience was a little bit slow, but uh, it clearly picked up. You got that D1 offer, which you were probably hoping to get. Um, what changed over the last two years? Um, well, I think the biggest thing, um, would be size for sure. I was a, a little shrimp in high school and not a whole lot bigger now, but um, it put on the weight where it matters and uh, 
got the velo to jump and um, put some stuff together. That's awesome, man. And what what is your velocity at right now? Um, during the season, I would sit about 85 to 87 for the first two innings, or first couple innings, I guess, and then um, stay right around there. Awesome, man. And you bring up an interesting thing. You're talking about pitching um, when listening to how – the Iowa baseball team potentially wants to utilize your services. You also play the outfield. So what are the chances of you playing some outfield? What have they really talked to you about from a positional standpoint? Um, yeah, for through recruiting, it was mostly about the pitching side. And that's kind of what I've, I've gone through with all of recruiting um, since I was in high school, even so you're, you're a pitcher first. And if, if you can hit, you can. And I got to Iowa central and I did that. Um, and that was great. Um, and that's kind of the same thing I'm getting from uh, the coaches here. And I'm just, just going to do what I can to try to get, get on the field. Absolutely, man. Um, and growing up, were you an Iowa fan or no? No, I was actually an Iowa state fan. Oh man. Oh man. Yep. All right. Well, uh, good thing. Iowa state doesn't have a baseball team, so you can, you can <laughs> go to the, you can go to the Hawks, yep. man. Yep. Was that, uh, is your family all Iowa state fans too? Yeah, well, uh, my parents both went to Iowa State, but my sister actually went to Iowa. Um, and it's not like there's any bad blood or anything. There was no um, there's there's no hatred there. No, no, it's no just, worries. I just thought it was uh, definitely a funny, uh, yeah. funny story. We got to at least talk about that a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what was your recruiting experience like out of Iowa Central then? Uh, you obviously joined the Iowa Hawkeyes, but were you getting interest from other areas? And um, how tough of a decision was it for you? Um, yeah, I definitely had some other interests. Um, I think the whole, the whole COVID thing really put a slew in recruiting this year. The whole scenario was just really weird from all the junior college guys I talked to a lot of my teammates, um, cause teams were getting those, those sixth and seventh year seniors back that they didn't think they would. And, um, it was, it was just a wild year. So it was kind of slower than it should. We didn't have the fall season that you typically would as a junior college kid. Um, and all the recruiting just got delayed. Um, so it wasn't until the last half of the season that recruit started picking up a little bit. Well, obviously glad it did. Um, what was the sales pitch from Rick Heller to you or from your recruiting guy to you? I mean, what was, um, what were they like? What, what are you, why are you coming to Iowa? Why should you come to Iowa? Why would you be a good fit with them? What was that like? A lot of it was uh, technology-based. They got a lot of great technology at Iowa, um, and that's something I've, I'm into, I've always been into, because um, why not? It's a great tool, so you might as well utilize it. And that's kind of what they harped on and fell in love with that. Absolutely, man. Anything you can do to take advantage of uh, opportunities and, and make yourself better, why not, man? Mm-hmm. So what are the areas of your game that you're looking to improve in uh, as you take the next step? You're playing with the Kansas curve as you get to Iowa. What are some of the areas of your game you wanted to improve in? Um, one of the biggest things would be control on the mound. Um, this last year, I walked away more guys than I should have and wanted to. Um, so that's obviously a, a first step. And then um, everybody else wants to gain velo. So yeah. that's definitely on the list. Um, and, uh, outside of those two, it's, it's all, all, uh, IQ stuff. Absolutely, man. And what are your strengths? What are you bringing to the table for this Iowa baseball team? Um, I think my versatility is pretty big. Um, I can do anything you ask of me. 
At least I think so. Um, and that's, that's what I'm hoping to do. Awesome, man. And if you weren't playing baseball, what is your dream job? Oof. <laughs> it's always been baseball. Um, I think it's gotta be something, something animal related, honestly. Okay. Um, cause I, I love being outdoors and I love around animals and things like that. Awesome, man. And ultimately the last question I have for you, this should, shouldn't be too difficult, but, um, what should Iowa fans know about Ben Dete? What should Iowa baseball fans know about you coming to the school? Um, I'm all in on the program. I'm ready to play, ready to work and, uh, excited, excited to be in Iowa city. I love man. And where can folks find you? I know you're on Twitter. Uh, you're playing for the Kansas curve. What does your schedule look like? Where can Iowa fans find you at if they want to see more of Ben Dete? Um, I'll be in Kansas all summer. Um, so playing in Wichita for the most part and the surrounding areas. Awesome, man. Well, Ben, I appreciate you hopping on looking forward to seeing you in the black and gold and uh, have a great summer, buddy. Thank you. All right, y'all, and that does do it for our show today. I hope you enjoyed the content. We'll be back on Friday talking about the upcoming big recruiting weekend for the Iowa football team and also talking about Iowa women's basketball. If you didn't get enough Locked On content today, though, check out the Locked On Today podcast. You can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast at. And again, I appreciate you all tuning in to today's episode. If you like the show, give us that five-star review. If you're on social media, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have a fantastic Wednesday, Hawkeye Nation. And as always, let's go Hawks.